Welcome to Rest Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that helps you lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. I'm your host, Lene Urban, nutrition and lifestyle coach on a mission to help women transform their mind, their body, and their health. In today's episode, we're going to look at a common weight loss question. And if you want your weight loss question answered on one of these episodes, go to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you do not have to count calories and macros. <laughs> In case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. Welcome to the Rest Based Weight Loss podcast series. And in this series, I give you some tips, some tricks, some strategies based on my personal experience with weight loss and also my experience coaching women to take a rest-based approach to weight loss. What does rest-based mean? Rest-based means balance. Rest-based means you do things in certain areas of your lifestyle, like your sleep, your nutrition, your exercise, and your movement in order to help you lose weight, lose the most weight and burn the most fat while you're at rest. A balanced metabolism releases weight easily. A stressed metabolism holds on to weight. So what I do as a nutrition consultant, as a weight loss coach, is I help my clients pinpoint the areas in their lives where they're experiencing the most stress and that stress is contributing to their inability to lose weight or the reason why they're gaining weight. So that's what I do. And if you want to learn more about how to set up coaching with me, you can go to operationfixmylife.com slash coaching. So speaking of, I was talking <clears throat> to one of my clients a couple of weeks ago, and what she experienced is very common and what a lot of people, a lot of women especially experience when they hire personal trainers. So I come across a lot of people, they hire a personal trainer, the personal trainer like kicks their butt in the gym, right? And then they also give them guidelines, nutrition guidelines. Typically, depending on what kind of trainer you have, those guidelines fall um, anywhere from like a macronutrient uh, macronutrient, like fitting in macronutrient guidelines or the amount of macros that you get in a day, um, sticking to a calorie, a calorie protocol, or sticking to just a straight up like diet. So the client that I'm working with now, her previous trainer had her um, fit in a certain amount of macros a certain amount of macronutrients every day. And in case you don't know what macronutrients are, macronutrients are like the big nutrients like protein, carbohydrates, and fat, um, sugar. And a lot of people, it's, it's, it's actually a very popular way and alternative to calorie counting um, is to count your macros. And instead of trying to stay within a certain like calorie count, you stay within a certain macro count. That's what my previous client had experienced with. Um, and then I've also worked with, of course, plenty of women who uh, felt that, you know, they uh, added all of their information into my fitness pal and they tried to stay within a certain calorie number. And so my client 
she was getting a little bit, I could tell she didn't like kind of, she didn't come out and say it, but I could tell that she was getting a little like frustrated because every time she asked me questions, like how much of this should I eat? How much should I not eat? Basically what she wanted me to give her was a certain number of calories or macros to stay within. And I wouldn't do that. I don't do that to my clients. I don't tell my clients, okay, based on your age and your height and how, how much you weigh, uh, the, these are the number of calories that I want you to eat. These, this, these are the macros that I want you to stay within. I don't do that as a coach. And I'll tell you why in a few moments. But I could tell that my client, that's because that's what she was used to for you know the time that she was working with her previous trainer. That's what she was expecting from me. And it wasn't until a couple weeks ago that I explained to her like, hey, uh, you don't have to count, like, you don't have to count macros. You don't have to stay within a, cer- a certain macro count. You don't have to count calories. You don't have to stay within a certain calorie count. And my question to her was, are you training for a bodybuilding competition? And she was like, no. I was like, are you training for a bikini competition? She was like, no, I'm not. I was like, okay, then you do not need to count calories or macros. And that's what, in this episode, that's what I want to share just with anyone who may be listening, who is, you're on a weight loss journey or you're starting your weight loss journey or you're restarting your weight loss journey and research that you've done, everything that you're reading, um, everything that you're seeing on Instagram, on Facebook, everything that you're finding on YouTube, even the trainers that you're seeing, um, the trainers that you're talking to, the nutrition specialist, everyone, you know, everything that you're looking at says to stay within a certain calorie window, right? And, or to stay within a certain macro window, the whole, if it fits your macros philosophy, right? This is a brilliant philosophy for people who are trying to create specific body physique change. So if you were trying to like become the next qualifier in the CrossFit games, then yes, absolutely. Like count your macros. Um, If you are trying to become a bikini model, if your goal is to compete in a bikini, a swimsuit competition, then yes, absolutely count your calories. But if you are just trying to lose some weight, right? If you're just trying to shed some, if you're just trying to get some weight off of you, if you're just trying to slim down your belly, if you're just trying to bring some tone and some shape to your legs and your arms, if you're just trying to fit into some old jeans, an old dress, or if you just if you just want to look better and feel better, like it doesn't really matter how much you weigh. Um, yeah, you might have like a goal weight in mind because it's it's a weight that you feel like you would feel good at, you would feel comfortable at. Um, it's not anything that is uh, over the top um, as far as like an overreaching goal. It's like a goal that you feel like for your age, for your height. Um, and for, and for what you feel like should be a good weight for you, like it's an attainable goal for you to reach. If that's you, 
then counting macros and counting calories is going to be very frustrating for you because it's not going to get you down to that goal. It's not going to get you where you want to be, at least over the long term. It'll get you part of the way for sure. And I'm not dissing macros. I'm not dissing calories because at least starting out, it'll get you to the place where you can start cutting out unnecessary, um, unnecessary calories and empty calories that you're packing in and get you to start focusing a little bit more on quality nutrition. So I can't discount that. That's very important, but that's not going to take you all the way to the end of your journey. It's not going to take you all the way to the end of your goal. And it's certainly not going to help you, uh, maintain your goal. What I explained to my client is that our, the, the amount of calories and macronutrients that we need on a daily basis, they change. They change. The problem with the information and the research about calories and macros, and heck, while I'm here, let's just say the problem with mainstream research on weight loss in general is that weight loss has become too scientific. Weight loss has become too scientific. Weight loss is not a science. Weight loss is an art. But because you have scientists in the lab performing experiments and doing studies on a group of men or a group of women or, you know, a small sample size. And based on that small sample size, they are concluding that X plus Y equals Z. Then this must be applicable for everyone that this, uh, that this particular theory can work for the majority of people. And that's where uh, calories came from. That's where the specific calorie count came from. Just studies that scientists did on the amount of calories burned versus the amount of calories taken in. They came up with this magical number of 3,500 calories, 3,500 calories, um, equaling a pound of fat. And now all of a sudden everyone and their mom, they're trying to get to a 3,500 calorie deficit in a week in order to lose a pound of wheat, a pound a week. But what I'm telling you is that new research, the the newest research that is now coming out about weight loss, about fat loss, and about, catch this, make sure you listen, pay attention, about how to sustain that weight loss for the rest of your life, that research is brand new. That's coming out, that's coming out now, okay? That research is brand new. And researchers are just now, within the past couple of years, getting hip to the fact that a lot of what is being taught in the weight loss world is wrong, or it's only correct for either a certain demographic, a certain population. For example, um, if you are someone who is completely balanced in your hormonal makeup and your metabolism, you produce a very balanced amount of estrogen and progesterone. Um, You have a a high functioning and healthy metabolism. Then absolutely burn more calories than you consume. You're good to go. But if that's not you, if you are perimenopausal, 
if you had a hysterectomy, if you have a, 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 a slow functioning thyroid, um, if you have leptin resistance, if you have insulin resistance, if you're someone who carries a lot of weight in your belly and you have very thin um, arms and legs, that means that you produce more testosterone than other women do. That's not hormonal balance. So the calories in, calories out thing, that's not going to work for you. The counting your macros and sticking within your macros, that's going to work for maybe the first like 10 to 15 pounds. And then your body is going to stall. Because weight loss is not a science. It's an art. And the artistic part of it comes from how your metabolism adapts to the amount of energy it expels based on what your level of activity and, and levels of stress are on a day-to-day -day basis. So today your body could be using up, let's say 900 calories a day, just, you know, based on living, but tomorrow your body could only use up 500 calories because you're more sedentary or because you didn't get good sleep the night before. Um, or because you're too physically active or because you're too stressed out because you're too emotionally drained because you didn't, you don't have enough energy. So today your body can be burning 900 calories, but tomorrow your body could probably, you know, your body could only burn 500 calories based on what's going on in your life on a day-to-day -day basis. That is the metabolism's job to adapt and to adjust the amount of energy and the amount of calories that you burn based on your sleep, your food, your movement, the amount of energy that you're expelling and your stress levels. So this is why someone can um, cut their calories down to 1200 calories a day for 14 days and not lose, not lose a pound, like not lose any weight at all because the amount of calories that their bodies burn, their metabolism burns on a day-to-day -day basis changes. So what is the alternative? Like what's the solution then? If you are someone who you're just a regular old Jane, okay? You're not like, you don't want to do CrossFit. You don't want to compete in the CrossFit games. You don't want to be a bodybuilder. You don't want to compete in a powerlifting competition. You don't want to be a swimsuit model. You don't want to be in a bikini competition. If that's not you, then counting calories and counting macros is not going to get you to what your, what your ultimate goal is, which is to be healthy, which is to lose a few pounds, which is to slim down, which is to feel comfortable in your clothes, uh, to feel confident in your skin, to be more energetic, to sleep better, um, and to feel just overall, just feel happy and healthy with who you are, with your weight, um, and with what you're doing in this world. Counting calories and counting macros does not require you to achieve that. So what is then the alternative nutrition advice if you don't have to count, mal count calories or count macros, 
then what do you do to be able to, you know, get moving toward your goals? Here's general advice that I give um, to my clients when they first start working with me. This is just uh, so that I can kind of gauge where they're at and what they need. Uh, there are three rules that you can follow. Um, the first guideline is to eat an unlimited amount of green vegetables at every meal. Unlimited. As much as you can as much as you can possibly eat, make them delicious, season them any way you want. Doesn't matter. Cook them any way you want. I mean, don't deep fry them in peanut oil. But you know what I mean? Like saute them, bake them, how whatever tastes delicious for you. Uh unlimited green vegetables in every meal. That's rule number one. Rule number two, there are other vegetables that are a little bit higher in starch than others. And these vegetables, generally not always, they tend to be a different color than green, <laughs> okay? Uh, so you have your squa you know, squash and, and pumpkin and all these other things. Other vegetables, more starchy vegetables that, you know, are a different color other than green, like your carrots and those things, stick to about 10 to 15 bites of starchy vegetables. So unlimited green vegetables at every meal, between 10 and 15 bites of starchy vegetables permitted. And then when it comes to carbohydrates, simple carbohydrates. Stick to about three to five bites of the simple carbohydrates. Simple carbs, your sugars, your things that you really love to eat that it's like, ah, if I eat too much of this, I'm going to blow up. Don't cut those out of your diet completely. Your metabolism, your metabolism still has to feel like it's getting something. Like your metabolism has to feel like it's getting treated somehow. Don't cut the, like the quote unquote, um, bad stuff. And I say that with air quotes, I'm air quoting a lot here because, you know, bad and good, it's really relative, but what you might consider bad, don't cut that out of your diet completely. Treat yourself to like three to five bites of that thing that you love. When it comes to simple carbohydrates, stick to about three to five bites. It's just enough. It's just enough carbs that will allow you to still get the taste and the satisfaction without going overboard um, and breaking down into sugar and then accumulating as fat, okay? <clears throat> Rule number one, green leafy vegetables, unlimited amount, you can have as much as you want. Rule number two, about 10 to 15 bites of starchy vegetables. Rule number three, about three to five bites of carbs. And then you add your protein in there where you want to add your protein. You add your fat in there where you want to add your fat. But just sticking to these guidelines, that alone is going to create a natural calorie deficit without um, creating a huge disruption in your metabolism because you're not going cold turkey on things. You're just reducing. You're reducing the amount of empty calories and empty macronutrients and you're increasing the amount of micronutrients, which is actually what your body needs to keep you out of feeling like you're starving and to keep you in a state of balance where it can naturally release and let go of weight, okay?
Was that helpful? I hope it was. Um, if you need some accountability with this, if you want to um, follow this and you want to make sure that you are on the right track, um, that you're on the right path in what you're eating and what you're doing for exercise and movement and those things to be able to get to where you want to be, then visit operationfixmylife.com slash coaching. There you submit your information and I ask you a few questions um, just pertaining to sort of where you're at right now, what your goals are, what you feel like are holding you back. And then we set up a call so that um, I can just tell you based on what, based on the answers that you gave, based on the goals that you have, here's what you need to do. And then if you want to set up accountability, if you want to set up an opportunity for us to work together and, and stick with each other for a few weeks to make sure that you stay on the right track, that's what I'm open and available for. And that's what I do. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. This was another episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss Podcast Series. Once again, I am your host, Lene Urban, and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Yeah.